Welcome to the 57th episode of the Supernatural Occurrence Studies Podcast. So damn paranormal. Ow. <laughs> My name is Jason Knight, host of the show and president and founder of Chicago's own Supernatural Occurrence Studies. With me today is... Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Hello. And... Oscar. Spectre. Yes. yes. You want me to say the Wait, whole I name? want a cool nickname. You need a cool. You do need a cool nickname. I do. Because, folks, you know, we use pseudonyms on this show because some of you that follow it are kind of fucking nuts, to be honest. So we don't want to use our own names. Right. So we need to come up with one for Lexi. Livacious? No. <laughs> well, she's, not, she's not in porn. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or on a stripper pole. Um, Lexi... Uh, like, one that kind of yeah. rhymes with her last name, but that's not going to work. Yeah. Um, I don't want them getting anywhere near my last name. Right, I, I right. Know, yeah. know. We'll, we'll have to come up with this. Maybe the listeners come up with a spooky... That'll go really well. ...pseudonym for Lexi. <laughs> Contact at ChicagoGhostPodcast.com. Right. That's always worked. Yes. Lexi, I have so many ideas, but none of them bring up a word, you know? Hmm. So, yep, Lexi is joining us tonight. We're kind of short-staffed. Happy New Year, by the way, listeners. It's our first recording of 2018. That's true. And uh, unfortunately, we're not as prepared as we wanted to be this evening. No. No, we're not. It's been an extremely rough week for the Supernatural Occurrence Studies podcast. Oh, not me. I've been having a good time. <laughs> Except for Oscar. Oscar always just kind of cruises along. Yeah. Everything's okay. always fine. I'm not like I'm third gear, but I'm always on second. I'm solid. Yeah, good. that's a good thing. Not on reverse or anything. Not so. Yeah, or neutral. Neutral, Neutral right. would be bad. Uh, Dave yeah. Black. Dave Black is back in Florida doing his hunting gathering thing. He's black and he's back. <laughs> he's black and he's back. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Dave isn't joining us this time. He needs to make that cash. Ow. And <laughs> Joe Erie, poor guy, wound up in the hospital. Yeah, apparently he ran into a hospital. Like he crashed his car into one, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, so That's not the story. he wound up in the hospital. So he's not here. Um, he went to deliver pizza there, and they just he just stayed. <laughs> no, he's actually... Really, really, like on death's bed, sick. So we wish him. Yeah, what, what is a this? quick you, recovery? Do you know what it is? Or you don't it, want to mention it? It's here? like everything. It's it's what everybody had this Christmas season. Like, me and my family like included. The flu or you, yeah. Like flu times ten, just debilitating, and uh, it hits him hard. A flu square. Hard, harder than most. So okay, put flu, him in the hospital. Flu cubed. But Joe did give us some new music that he wrote, along with his partner Will. Um, so we're going to play some of that this episode. Sweet. And, uh, oh, well, I, yeah. me. I mean, I had a horrible week. Right. Uh, right. I just got just got home, and we're running behind schedule. We have a podcast to release yep. tomorrow, um, and consistency is key. Listeners expect an episode every two Mondays, so we had to get together. Oscar and Lexi came to my house. It's probably about 1 a.m., Yep. But uh, we gotta we gotta release. So, uh, Lexi want... stays with me, and I stay on the projects I have to do. So that's right, that's right. Um, do you want to hear my crazy story? Yes. I do. But before we say, like, uh, by the time you hear the uh, our interlude where we play uh, Joe's song, Joe and Will's song, like 
we're going to spend like the first half of this episode trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. That's in this right. Episode. That's right. So we want to um, preface this by saying this is kind of like not quite the drunk episode we had. Oh, episode 13. Oh. Right. Uh, don't, uh, don't drink in podcast. It's not quite that bad because uh, we're drinking, but we're not anywhere near drunk. Right. We're pretty sober. Yeah, we're pretty sober. We're just tired. It's been a long night. Um but uh, we're also trying to figure out what the fuck to talk about. Yeah, and we kind of came up with maybe fears, what scares us. Right. Something like that. But we're going to see where it goes. Yeah, we're going to see. But anyway, you want to tell a story. Yeah, please. which kind of leads to my fears. Right. right. So uh, I think the listeners by now know I travel extensively for a living. Uh, travel all over the Midwest, uh, including uh, parts of the Northeast, parts of the Southeast, Southwest, and the West Coast occasionally. Uh, so I do a lot of traveling. And a lot of it is driving, but unfortunately, yeah. this week I got stuck flying. Right. And I haven't mentioned before, I am terrified of flying. Mm-hmm. Do not like it. It is the worst way to travel. It's terrifying. It's horrifying. They treat you like cattle. It's just, it's just the absolute worst way to travel. So, but this week, you know, I like to get paid. So this week I had to fly. <laughs> I just shut up and do it. Right. Um, you know, on the outside. Do you ever have choices of where you go? No, right? Uh, I mean, I set my own schedule unless something major comes up and I have to fly somewhere. Um, then I don't have a choice. So I was just curious. Like, are you, um, is it normal for you to go that far that you have to fly? No, not normal. Right. Okay. Uh, that's actually abnormal. Gotcha. Um, my territory is the Midwest, but like I said, uh, all around the coast. You I are George go. Clooney in uh, Up in the Air. There, there you go. Except that you don't fire people. I wish I had his chin and hairline. We all do. Yes. We all do. Wish I, Although I, 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 I have his hairline, but I don't have his chin <laughs> or his whiteness. Right. Or, or you charisma. are kind of Mexican. <laughs> Not kind of. <laughs> Take the kind of out, and that's what I am. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so, so this week I, just, I got stuck flying. And like I said, I like yeah. to pay my bills. I really love my job. So when, when stuff like that comes up, I just shut up and plow through it and do it, right? On the outside, I am calm, cool, and collected. On the inside, I'm literally falling apart. It's horrible. So Tuesday, got to go to Jersey, right? Um, get on the plane. Waiting, waiting, waiting. <laughs> Pilot comes on. We found a hole in the, I don't know, what do you call it? We put the baggage, the baggage area of the Car- plane. Cargo. There's a fucking hole, cargo hole in the cargo hold. Yeah. Right? This isn't a good thing. I've seen that Die Hard 2. I know he what it's called. followed it up with, we're going to try to fix it. <laughs> we're going to try to fix this hole while the plane is on. Yeah. The ignition's turned and there's a, you know... 200 people on the plane. Yeah. We're going to fix this thing right on the runway. You're lucky I'm not with you when this happens because my immediate reference is to mention <laughs> Alien. Remember when the acid was burrowing through? There were words oh, that go course. through the hole of yeah. the ship, which means like – Suck everybody out. Yeah. Right. It's space. That's what I, that's, I probably would mention that. And, and that's kind of in my mind what's going on. Right. We're all going to die, in other words. It ends in death. So we're sitting there and we're sitting there. Probably two hours go by. We're sitting on the goddamn – tarmac you know were you on the tarmac yeah we're on the we're on the plane we're on the runway thing the tarmac uh, the gate we're at the gate okay right the gate so this way different the than the tarmac the tarmac is i imagine freezing outside yeah but i mean we're we're not outside the plane waiting we're on the plane but waiting not, while uh, they try to fix it i thought you so you are in the plane yes we're in the plane so not in the gate no but the plane's at the gate the plane is parked at the gate. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> is this fucking happening, Costello? No, that was that, that first. I'm just telling you where the plane was. It was not in a mechanic shop. 
Okay. It was not up on stilts getting repaired by That's how they do it, aviation too. mechanics. It's by somebody who probably just barely graduated high school with a socket wrench. <laughs> These are things think. that go through my mind, right? So I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is not happening. Um, and being stuck in a plane for that long is just horrendous. It's terrible. Whether, oh, yeah. whether you're afraid to fly or it not. Looks like, it always feels like you're in sardines or something. Yeah, like you're in a coffin. And, it's yeah. a coffin that flies 700 miles an hour. <laughs> I so, wouldn't say coffin, but okay. Ultimately, they call the flight. They're like, yep, this flight's decommissioned. We can't fix it. Thank God, right? So my bag's in the plane, right? It's under in the cargo hold with the hole. So we get off the plane, and they say, we got another plane for you. Great. <laughs> Can I get my bag? No, the bag doesn't go on the other plane. I said, okay. So we get on the next American Airlines flight. I'll say it. American Airlines fucking sucks. Don't worry. It's a monopoly. They uh, they know. Yeah, they're not going to go out of business because I just said that. Right. right? So get on another plane. Same thing. We're sitting there. We're just sitting there. And we're sitting there. Pilot gets on and says, now these are all the people that just got off the other plane. Okay. Says to us, "Uh, yeah, this is probably not what you guys want to hear. And I was like, oh, no. Is that how he sounds like? The guy from um, that Office Space movie? Yes. Okay. Milton? I think so, yeah. Or Lumberg. I don't remember the names. Yeah. I'm not that one. That great. guy. He's yeah, Lumberg. Like, he sounds like that guy. Kind of. Okay. Just some pretentious asshole. Um, That's probably not what you guys want to hear, but we can't fuel the plane because something is frozen open. Frozen open. Because it was like one <laughs> degree outside. So some mechanical piece was frozen open. So yeah. they couldn't fully fuel the plane or pr- protect the plane from leaking or whatever the hell, right? <laughs> so again, we're going to try to fix this. About another half hour. Oh, my God. Maybe a little more. Comes back on and says, we're decommissioning the plane. You've got to get off. <sighs> Two planes decommissioned American Airlines, is right? This way, is this uh, towards your job? place or is this away from like you're going home no i'm going to my job i'm going to our u.s corporate office in jersey gotcha right so now i'm a person who hates to fly now i've been on two planes in three and a half four hours that have been decommissioned for mechanical error Mm. i'm not feeling good i'm not doing well right all right i imagine and you know i'm texting uh people in jersey and text my boss like you got to figure it out you got to get here I'm like, oh, my God. No mercy. So finally, American Airlines books me on United. I was supposed to land in Jersey at 6.30, wound up getting my hotel at 2 a.m. With no bags. <laughs> United Airli- American Airlines promised me my bag would make it right out to Jersey. Don't even bother picking it up. It'll get to Jersey in the next flight. You could pick it up when you get to Newark International. Hmm. I'm like, you Sure. They're like, well, if you want it now, it's going to take about two hours to get your bag. I'm like, oh, no, I got a flight in an hour and a half. I, got, I can't. They said, don't worry. It'll be in Newark. You'll get it. Right. Your plane, that plane's going to get there before you will. The plane with your luggage is going to get there. Because there was a third American Airlines flight going out to Jersey mm-hmm. that I couldn't get on because it was full. But they were going to put my bag on that plane. Right. That plane got shut down as well. So three American Airlines planes were downed Interesting. on Tuesday, this past Tuesday. Okay, wow. so my bag never made it. Man, they're fucking up. So here I am, dude. I'm flying to you know, United, flying United, flying to Jersey. The flight was actually a good flight. Um, land, no bags. It's like one o'clock in the morning at this point. <laughs> and you have work the next day. I, I got work bright and early the next morning. Yes. All I'm wearing is a pair of gym shoes, my fat jeans, 
because <laughs> I gained weight, right. a T-shirt, right? A Supernatural right. Current Studies T-shirt. Nice. That's you all I have. Promote your own shit. Right? It's good. So I get to the hotel. I call you now. go out 2 o'clock in the morning. I finally get to the hotel. I call you now to airlines. Put me through this whole rigmarole, run around. Well, it's, it's, well I called American first. And they're like, well, it's United's fault. Uh, they have to, since you, they were the last airline you flew, they're responsible for your bag. So you got to file a claim with United. What kind of fucked up shit is that? That's crazy. Yeah. So, but that's the way it is. Who takes you is who's responsible for your bag. So, okay. So I'm on the phone for about another half hour or so with United Airline. No resolve. I'm like, I got to get to bed. I got to be up in like three hours, right? <laughs> so here I'm going to my U.S. corporate office where all the big wigs are. And I come walking in the next morning in a pair of baggy jeans. <laughs> Do you really go in there like that? I had to. Yeah. I yes. had nothing. I couldn't go shopping. Because right. it was so late, all stores were closed. I raided the hotel's store to get like toothbrush, toothpaste, nonsense, right. you know. Yeah, so, long and short of it, I never did get my bag. You st- it's still out there in the. No, I mean, well, today on my way home, I finally found it. Oh. It was at American Airlines in Newark. Well, the door <laughs> they had it. Was. They had it the whole time. So as I'm calling them throughout my stay over in Jersey, they're saying, "Yeah, we found it. We're going to get it to you." It never came. It right. never came. So right. I never went to buy clothes because it was always, we're sorry, it's on its way, where it's coming, but it never was. Right. So for th- since Tuesday, I wore the same socks, the same boxers, <laughs> the same jeans. You were John Candy the same in t-shirt. and automobiles. I felt like such a dirt ball. Or Steve Martin. Or Steve Martin, yeah. yeah. I felt like such a dirt ball. And then we had, what, what, what was the news calling it? The snow bomb? Or whatever, the blizzard in New Jersey. There was a blizzard in New Jersey? There was a fucking blizzard in New Jersey. Shut everything down. Oh, okay. So again, I couldn't go shopping to get clothes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> wow. So all that nonsense to get there. My bag's not there when I do get there. A blizzard happens <laughs> while I'm there. I'm in the same clothes for almost four days. <laughs> I actually washed my socks and boxers in the, the sink of the hotel <laughs> with hand soap. You know what? <clears throat> Everyone, picture that for a minute. Oh, yeah. Picture that for a minute. Uh, what, what hotel was it? Chain? Oh, Hampton. Hampton. Jay. Alone. <laughs> On the sink. You know that, the double door with the slide off and the extra light to separate <laughs> from the sink. Sitting there. Buck naked. Buck naked. <laughs> cleaning his thing. Does it not remind you of Bob Hoskins a little bit? <laughs> Bob Hoskins. <laughs> He plays like really I'm the, the paranormal Bob Hoskins. He, yeah, he plays he plays like uh, everyday life is gained to my shit depressed really well. I think you just painted a picture of Bob Hoskins. I um, reconsider a lot of things on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> life choices, right. career. How much do I love my kids <laughs> enough to pay his money? <laughs> it was so bad. So folks, this is why um and then my flight was delayed slightly today, so we're starting super late and uh, with Joe and Dave and and the weak setback that I have, we're we're not on the game tonight, so we're just going to let it run and see what happens. Well, we're seeing it; it's happening. That's now. my story. I'm <laughs> yeah. sticking to it. How was your way back? Way back was uh, decent. Besides a little delay, the flight was pretty good. So. I have a question. Now that we're talking about this particular thing, and I know you want to lead into fears, but the question is in my head now. Um, what are, what are your rituals to uh, like um, withstanding a flight? Like, what do you read? Do you sleep? Do you watch stuff? I watch people on the plane. On the plane, isn't that boring or tedious? I smart eye everybody. <laughs> you smart. 
And well, you like make up stories. So like, so like, no, it's sad to say if they're if yeah. they're slightly darker than me, I'm eyeing them. Oh, you're talking about this is they're part a of the fear. They're a part of the fear. This is a part of my irrational fear. Gotcha. Right? As horrible as that sounds, and I know, listener, it sounds yeah. horrible. Yeah. I'm profiling. Yep. Uh, if they're darker than me, they're a suspect. You should work for TSA. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be fired in a day. Yeah. Uh, no. I think if they go to the bathroom want. too long, I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat because oh, they're, notice str- they're they strapping up. The, read a book, bro. I can't because my mind is so scattered about all these other crazy Focus things. Focus on a book. You know, when they're in the bathroom too long, they're strapping on bombs. Wow. They're yeah, pulling right, out knives. Thinking of, right. There's plastic explosives at the bottom of their shoe that now they're putting it together into a, a, a makeshift incendiary device. They should well, stop watching Mission Impossible it's now. It's crazy, but these are the things that run through my head. Right. I'm afraid of the tail falling off because that actually happened. Like over, in Lost Season like 2. Right after 9-11. I don't know if you guys remember that flight that broke up, I think, over New Jersey. Trust me, no one remembers that but you. Oh, we actually talked about this on one of the podcasts. Did we? I think we talked about it on episode 22, the Mandela Effect. That's how, how this horrible air, air disaster happened just after 9-11 over oh, a residential neighborhood. We did. We I did think it was the tail detached, it. supposedly, qu- yes, air quotes. I remember now, yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, you don't hear nothing about it. So things like that. Engine falling off, Lexi. I'm terrified a fucking engine is going to fall off the plane. Because yeah. so that's what happened at so uh, O'Hare Darko, Flight 191. Donnie Darko terrifying. spoke to you a little bit too, right? Donnie Darko? Yeah. Oh, when the, the engine the, came the, through the, his the roof. The turbine engine? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It, this shit could happen. Right. But these are the things I think of. A wing fall off. Could, I, I don't know if a wing has ever fallen off a plane, but I'm convinced when I'm on the I plane, I think over a World War II battleground, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 70 years ago, yeah. after the, just after the Wright brothers took <laughs> off. <laughs> But these are the irrational fears that keep me, I mean, sickly paranoid. It's a horrible thing for me. Yeah, but um, like are you trying to – okay, do you want to be the person that gets over that, like that gets better from that version of yourself? Or do you want to be the person that will do everything in the world to avoid flying? I would be the person to do everything in the world to avoid flying. But isn't it better to try to get and better? Anyone with who's listening up to this from my work, out of those two answers, probably you laughing chose right now. The wrong answer. I know. I know. Um, you should. Why don't you try something? You would try. Like, it? Well, it's funny because one of the higher ups at like my get, office get high right before. She said she wants to take that me would to make hypnotism. No. Oh she yeah. Wants it to take will me make me to hypnoti- hypnotism. Hypnotism. Yeah, um, one of the higher ups at my office. That, uh, yeah, at my I mean, company. W- whatever works for you, man. It's like the running joke. Everyone laughs at my turmoil. Well, yeah, because I mean, I make jokes, you know, for the for the podcast. But let's face it, I'd be saying the same joke if we were talking. In <laughs> no, you would. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah, absolutely would. <laughs> Jerk. Uh, <laughs> so it is. It's it's a completely stupid, irrational fear. Um, yeah. We were coming home from Key Largo, uh, beginning of December. My wife and I. We call it cargo. And it was probably one of the worst flights I ever had. Oh, really? Yeah, because there was storms. Because it was longer than usual. <laughs> there was this and that. But the plane was bouncing so bad. Oh, another um, one that does that. Like everyone on the plane was like, okay, this isn't, I this love isn't it when it normal. Is it like almost between a rattle and a hop? Yeah, yeah and it, but it was going side to side as well. Yeah, it's kind of But fun. it was really dropping it's and pop it Like it would kind of bang yeah, when it dropped, fun. you know? Um, and yeah. as we were landing. Yeah, that's fun. No. As we were landing, all the and it, we were landing hard because there were crosswinds coming at O'Hare. That's what she said. And the, all the emergency lights came on of the goddamn plane. Oh, all wow. the emergency lights came on, yeah. and I lost it. Katie had to put her arms around me and yeah. calm me down. It was bad. I thought we were. I thought we were dead. I thought we were going to die. 
Yeah, you, you, good. That's if I was your wife, I'd do the same. Let's just, just don't worry. Hide from the world. Come here. <laughs> I'm like a, 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 who puts the head in the sand? The ostrich. Yeah. If I don't see it, it's not happening. Right. The ostrich but, syndrome. Uh, unfortunately, when I'm on a plane, all my senses are just completely heightened. So. I don't want to continue too much on with my personal experience, but that's why we're so unprepared today. Right. But All speaking of his personal experience, have you ever tried taking like, um, you know, Ambien or? No, I don't want to mess. With, I don't like to mess with that stuff. I mean, it's pretty. They're pretty low key. I hear people do all sorts of wacky shit on Ambien. I mean, if you combine Lu- it with Lunesta, shit, if you combine it like with shit, or killing their partners, full. yeah, choking them to okay, death. I'm gonna tell you right sleep. now. The alcohol we're drinking, it's pretty good right now. If you drink a bucket, that's bad. That's what Ambien is. Just drink with the equivalent of what we're drinking. Really? Maybe yeah. I should try it. Yeah. Because I do have sleeping problems, too. What's uh, Prince Valium? Maybe you try sleeping with Prince Valium? Prince Valium? Yeah. Little Valium? Yeah, just some little Valium. Like a half a tablet of Valium or something. I could try it. I don't know. I should do it when I go on a plane. Just try to help you out, man. Because I think flying is, uh, is, is fun and less likely to die since you drive so goddamn much. I know. Well, there's so many places I want to visit, too. I'd love to go back. To, I would love to go to Italy. Let me tell you, you how know. to get to Italy. It's not by fucking car. No, it would be by boat for me. I would take a cruise. <sighs> yeah, I guess you would. I know. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm pathetic. I could literally arrive in Italy seven times before you get there. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh. Before we continue, I do want to make mention. Um, a friend of ours, Jordan K., with Allied Integrated, Integrated Marketing, I got to get this right, um, is promoting, I, I got to make sure and get this right, he's promoting a compelling new documentary that takes a deep look at the events, beliefs, and experts that have shaped our views of the otherworldly. And it's a documentary called Alien Intrusion. And I will read a brief description here. Yeah. Please do. Millions of people have seen UFOs, and many even recall personal encounters with strange entities. The popular view is that these are advanced aliens visiting us from far away. But this compelling new documentary tapes a deeper look at the events, the beliefs, the experts, and the people who have shaped our views in the otherworldly. When one examines this phenomenon, one of the most disturbing but powerful affirmations of the spiritual realm, Christianity, and the Bible becomes clearer. This documentary seeks to solve one of the most haunting and persistent mysteries of our time by addressing UFO sightings in every country, things seen on radar, what happened at Roswell, alien abductions, government cover-ups, and even a new religion. The truth will surprise you. Again, this is a documentary called Alien Invasion, being viewed, debuting Thursday, January 11, 2018, in the Chicagoland area at any mainstream theater that features Fathom events. Ticket prices are $14. Show starts at 7 p.m. Central Time. And listeners could find out more about this documentary either at their website, alienintrusion.com. That's alienintrusion.com. You said invasion before, so that's good. Intrusion. Alien intrusion. Yes, you said invasion once. Did I really? Yeah, it's okay. Oh, no, the name of the documentary is definitely Alien Intrusion. Yes. Alienintrusion.com. Or they could see a preview uh, on YouTube. If you just go to YouTube and uh, search Alien Intrusion two-minute trailer, uh, it looks fucking cool. You saw the trailer? I did. Yeah, I got it right here. Nice. Um, it, it looks really good. Cool. It looks pretty uh, groundbreaking. So, um, What I like about it, it's, a, it's already like... 
kind of like uh, decrying what isn't to tell you is this real, but like how did what our public universal consciousness of what we think it looks real, like yeah. how did that get started? I like the idea of finding the it is because it got, everything's got to come from somewhere. It seems like the idea of being abducted and being probed by aliens, you know, the, the joke everyone uses. Yeah, like where did that start? Right? What's the origin it's, story right, here? Like that. That's kind of cool. Well, one thing that I like in their description is how it pulls in Christianity and the Bible. Right. Which a lot of people claim that aliens, UFOs, and the spirit realm are all connected to religion somehow. I agree. Do you agree, Lexi? I do. Yeah. I think it's kind of silly to think that if they've been around for longer than, let's say, 10 years, that they wouldn't affect aliens? us. No, I'm just – I'm exaggerating. But yeah, obviously they've been around for longer. What I'm saying is that uh, how – it's stupid to think that they wouldn't affect religion in some way. Yeah. If someone sees something like that, how do you not portray that into the religion that you're in if you're less scientifically minded or whatever? Right, yeah. It makes perfect sense, especially back then when they had no internet or cell phones or narcissism or <laughs> or less of that. I mean, not narcissism, but like desensitized natures that we are today. Absolutely. Um, and that's yeah. it looks like that's what this documentary is going to address, um, and I'm all about it. So Alien Intrusion – Thursday, January 11th, 2018, 7 p.m. Central. Tickets are $14. I wish I knew before I worked that Thursday. I know. I really want to see this, but I'm out of town. I've always wanted to see a Fathom I'm Events. In Michigan. I never get to see any of them. <laughs> yeah, so, you, oh, so you're, a film, you're familiar with the Fathom Events. Oh, yeah. So, so could you think of um, a theater off the top of your head that plays Fathom Events? Because I don't know. Anything big. So any big, yeah, any so main, any, like, almost, so just almost, in their description like, here, any mainstream theater in the Chicagoland area. Yeah, like half the AMCs events. easily play it. Ah. If you're into Regal Cinemas, I think they, they have license for them. Um, because they're just, uh, they're, they're events outside of the of the general, like when you go online, like moviephone.com or whatever, whatever people look at for showtimes, it normally isn't on there unless you're looking directly from that website because Fathom Events has its own separate branch. So you have to go through Fathom Events to get those tickets, but they're in that theater still. I and see. And the popular oh, theater good, you go all the time, good. most likely they would have a Fathom Events going on. Especially if it's one like tailor-made. Like some of the theaters, you know, they're tailor-made for the region they're in. Yeah. Like if they're in a predominantly uh, black neighborhood, they will show black movies a lot more or a lot more often or a lot longer. And if there is something in Fathom Events that relates to that, they'll play it heavily there. And um, But they usually play them everywhere. So. Wow. Excellent. Well, as long as this is a good, uh, good deal for uh, $14, alienintrusion.com or go and see the uh, preview, YouTube, Alien Intrusion two-minute video. Yep. So I did want to make sure and mention that. Good. I promised somebody to contact us. Like, hey, I really would appreciate it if you announced this right before the release. And we just happened to have an episode coming out on Monday. So tomorrow. Yeah. So. For those, I mean, if, if you're listening and you're in Australia, we're sorry. But just keep an eye out. It might be available on rental at some point. You never know. Yeah. VOD maybe, something VOD, like that. VOD, yeah. Those things pop up there pretty often. And usually under the radar because a lot of people dismiss the kind of genre or the subgenre of alien or alien documentaries. They dismiss it so fast that it could, be, it could have been on Netflix for five years and we wouldn't know it until you look for <laughs> That's it. That's true. Right, so. Cool. All right. Uh, so with that said. <laughs> with Lexi, that said, let's figure out. <laughs> Lexi, what scares you? What scares me? Give me one example, just one for now. Just one? Of something that scares you. So I said flying and, and the irrationalities that I play out in my head when I fly. Hmm. Okay, let me think of the biggest one that scares me. Okay, we don't like dead air. 
Okay. The biggest thing. <laughs> I get scared by dead air. Oh my god. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh as the producer. God. I must scare you all the time because I always take time to think. I know you do. Well, that's good. You think things through. You don't just blurt shit. Yes. Um, probably demonic possessions. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to hit a home run. You can let the ball I know, fly. You just fucking knocked it out of the park on that one. Right. Should I, I take believe a sip I was of um, possessed before. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, I definitely. So anything, I drink. anything that has to do with like summoning demons freaks me out. So how would you summon a demon? Well, you could mess around with the Luigi board. That, the Luigi that's board. an interesting. The Luigi board. The Luigi board, yes. Um, like any like witchcraft way with like drawing with blood and making a pentagram out of it. Usually, usually you get some dark entities. Have you done that? Yes. Have you really? I have made a pentagram out of my own blood before. Yes. How did you get so much blood that you could do the pentagram? Well, you're probably imagining like a big movie set thing. You yeah. Probably do like a little. No, one. it's a small one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's. Not, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. It's, okay. It's not okay. Too yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. And what happened? Did you say like any incantations, or well, did you? couple days later, every time I went inside my room, you could feel the heaviness and you would get really short of breath. Like, it was so hard to breathe. And I had to bless the house over and over again because I would hear walking up the stairs from the basement and I would oh. go to the basement in like pitch black. I thought I would see a girl crawling up the stairs. Oh. Yeah. Give me the goosebumps. So I don't That's know if that was my image. own paranoia or if I was actually or it could seeing be a, Or it could be a combination of both. Like yeah. maybe the sounds were really there, but you made the girl appear yeah. in your own paranoia. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that happens to that. The interesting thing about terror stories like these, especially supernatural related, is that some of it, I'm sure, is the person's fear. Because fear almost always equals irrational. Irrational. It means irrational in many ways. So I can see how people can manifest something or create something, but it's a memory the same that wasn't there. But I saw when I first moved into the house before I even did the pentagram thing. Oh well. So when I first moved into the house in the basement, there's this this door that's chained up and locked. Not even the landlord has the key to it. And every time I go in the laundry room and see that door. You get this like heavy, eerie vibe from it, you know. So I would always stay away. So like when I first moved into the house, I was in my room. The first night, all I had in my room was my bed, my desk, and my wheelie chair. Three a.m., the chair would move back and forth, back and forth. What? And I would open up the closet door to turn on the light, and then I would go back to sleep. And I would keep the chair like stable, you know. I would keep it in the closet. And I'd wake up again, and it would be out. Of the closet, and then later oh. on that night, I was just sitting up staring at the chair, and then at the corner of my eye, I saw a girl in the corner by the closet, just standing there in a white dress. Did you see just her face? Barely a face. Barely oh. a face. It was just like an apparition. Whoa. And I got so freaked out. Who do you think this girl is? I have no idea. I Probably someone who used to live in the house. Really creepy, though, because... Uh, the two rooms are like right against each other, like in the hallway. But in the closet, my closet, there's a drilled hole, and when you look through the hole, you see the closet of the other person's room. Uh -oh. It's really creepy. Why the hell did you do that? I don't know. It was there when I moved in, so Oof. someone must have been spying on the other person's room. Cool, creepy. Very. 
Yeah, that part. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, it's really disturbing. I would always keep my closet door shut so no one could look in my room, like my brother and stuff. I hope it wasn't like an old-fashioned glory hole. No, it's too that small. It was just like a little peephole. Really? Yeah. Damn. Isn't it funny how things get extra fucked up immediately once you include any idea or notions of sex that's unwanted? Like any yeah. sexual activity, like gross, pervy, things like that. Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. And of course, 3 a.m., the witching hour. Yeah. The chair going. The chair going, just back and forth in circles, back and forth. And I would hear it, and I would wake up to the sound of it moving. So then how long ago was this? This was um, probably like four or five years ago. So four or five I don't live in that ago. house anymore, thank God. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now flash forward to today, you're terrified of demonic possession. Yes. Is I it always because sleep of that? with the light on. Is it because of that, or that just like strengthened your fear? It strengthened it. I was afraid of it since like an old, old house when I lived in Norwich because I would like see faces come out of walls and I would see a bunch of stuff. Like I was really young and really in tune with the spirit realm. Like mm. I would had I had this dream one time of the people that lived in the house before. It was this little girl and like her dad and like family and like in the dream the dad raped the little girl, killed her, so and then horrible. killed the wife for ca- catching him. Holy shit. And she showed me the exact spot where she was killed and where he put the body in, like, my dream. And I woke up, and I saw, like, a little shadow of a man hanging right above me. Oh. So I think that he might have hung himself in the house after. Holy shit, Because there's, Lexi. like, this pole, you know? And it's, like, way more than, like, feet's length. So you could get up there and you could hang yourself. Yeah. And it was really creepy. Where in Norwich? Do you remember the streets? Um, yes, it's right behind the Hip Mall yes, on Odell. It's like a block or two. Oh, Odell. Yeah. Oh, by, by uh, someone we know. Yes. Wow. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. In that shop, Holy too. Sh- um, it's always interesting. Have you seen... Um, I've always thought of this before. Have you seen that awful movie with uh, Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan where he plays like an angel? I vaguely remember it. In it, uh, the only thing I liked about the movie, the only thing I remember liking is that um, no one can see angels, no adults, because they're too, you know, they can't see. That's the yeah. whole thing. They're kind of blind for it. But only, only the children can see them. And that's the thing is that children are able always to see that kind of thing or perceive it yeah. more or be attuned to it more. And uh, I don't know if that's part of it, probably. Yeah. No, when I was um, four, after yeah. my dad died, I would see him around the house because I didn't, like, know what death was. So I thought he was just out. And I would go in my mom's room and like, Mom daddy's home and she's like no honey he's gone i'm like no he was in my room like right then and then like she would see a shadow walk wow. the hallway like me and my mom like we're psychics so like she's really in tune with this stuff so like when she sees like shadows or hears something fall down she automatically thinks it's like her dad or my dad hmm. like stuff like that like we're really in tune with like the spiritual side of death so we know that there's life after death wow like wow, Coco. Jesus. Yeah. Those are good stories. Thanks. <laughs> Those were really I have good a stories. A lot of ghost like stories. Oscar said, just home run it right out of the right out of the gate. Yep. Okay. So you should have start off with me because my I'm gonna disappoint you. So what? Are, okay. <laughs> said to you, what scares you? Uh Lexi. Lexi scares you. <laughs> oh. I don't for mean a, to. For a ninety-pound woman, you know. <laughs> Hundred point two. Oh wow! <laughs> I can literally two. carry her over my back. Like my a leg is a hundred point two. So what is it about Lexi? She doesn't seem very intimidating. 
No, 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 no. She drives me crazy, but I'm not scared of her. That'd She's be a woman, so of course she does. Yeah, but that's her job. We just lost listeners on that one. Yeah, we probably... Uh, you think, <laughs> edit that out. You think we need lost <laughs> listeners for that thing you said about uh, would you see a shade of brown? <laughs> oh, yeah. Could you edit that one out? No. It's funny. It's it's funny. It's like, uh, it's, it's okay. It's not a big deal. I, I get it. Um, it's the truth line. It's this a, what we're yeah, doing here. No, it's fine. People people know us and shit. And if this is the first time you're listening, we're really sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so what about Lexi? No, 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 no. Okay, no, she's fine. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not scared of her. I'm scared for her. So what I fear is like for her. Those are my main fears of the last two years since I met her. <laughs> so especially the last year or, or so. Um, but like in general, like what is a fear? What is a phobia? What is a thing like that? I'm, I know I have, um, I feel weird with wide open spaces, but I don't really. But yeah, like I feel it feels weird. It feels like how claustrophobics feel like in a in a tight space. I guess I never knew that. But I feel it's so it's so it's so small, and I can literally talk my way out of it in a, a moment later or two, and I'll be okay. So then when we were in the desert, when we were releasing all those... Yep, every time. Nevada d- podcasts, were yeah. you really? Yeah, a little bit. Wow. Yeah, but then I got over it. And then the desert was, I told you at the time, surprisingly calming, which is why I kept saying it, because yeah. I expected to feel it more since we were in wide open spaces almost every minute of every day. Right. Um, but it bothered me way less than anywhere else I've ever been. The desert did. It yes. bothered you less. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, at least that desert. A lot of people go out to the desert to find themselves and to well, you mean, know, be I'm one right with nature. No, I get they, it. The desert's calming for a lot of people. Yes, yes, for sure. It makes me want to go to more different nature areas, like a mountain and then a forest. And it makes huh. me want to visit those types more because of how much I liked that part of it. But I, I didn't do it for that. I didn't find myself necessarily. Um, I did find something for sure. But it's uh, like I said, I expected more fear. But it didn't happen, and it's not really a big fear, though. It's not nowhere near your plane thing. Yeah, it's well. nowhere near her possession thing. So I can't really say it. So what? What is it about wide open spaces? It's is just uh, it feels uh, it just feels unnatural to me. Hmm. It usually happens indoors, like if I'm in a, like in a basketball arena. Like I don't like that, especially if it's empty or if it's half empty or something. Like if wow. I'm walking by it, I've That's never strange. heard that before. Yeah. Yeah, like fuck those places, but it's like fuck those places. It's like, it's like I think this goes back to a fear—not a fear, but like this strange tick that Lexi and I have that I love that we both have. Where every time we go into a restaurant or we're sitting down somewhere where there's more than one person, we have to sit our backs to the wall. We yeah. don't like the idea of people sneaking up behind us. I don't like that that idea either. I hate that. I could I could relate. Sometimes it happens. Like yesterday we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, like the worst place on the planet. Um, she loves it. She loves <laughs> wow. it. But Jesus, that place okay, sucks I'm, balls. I'm it's with just you. Fucking the worst. It the really is. Piece of shit. Hey, how about when they call it B-dubs? Oh, God. Let's go to B-dubs. That's what she called me. Stop it, Lexi. (laughs) Stop it right now. BW3. All the credit. BW3. No. (laughs) No. Never heard of that one. No, Lexi. All all the credit she gained earlier, gone. Yeah, gone. 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 (laughs) With BW3, you lost it. Although I had probably the nicest waiter of all the B-dubs experiences I've had. Oh, that's good. Do you remember his name? No, fuck him. Um... Did he ever give us? He still works there. I don't give a shit. <laughs> he still works there. That's great. Um, yeah, I just don't like that place. But whatever. We sat there. And we were sitting right in the middle of everyone. Oh my and god. And we both felt that. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the worst. I think that's kind of. A, I think that's kind of a common one. I think. I don't think a lot of people like what they're. But I feel like there's a connection back to a crowd. There's a connection. I think that's how I feel. That same eerie feeling, like of 
insecure or not control, not in control feeling like you might get with flying or she gets with demon positioning. So stop drawing shit on blood. I um, haven't done <laughs> that. Like your, like your thing is easily avoidable. <laughs> His is not so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, just, it's not like you're going to get yourself cut and fall and slip and then you start like drawing something on <laughs> Like what the, is she doing? Is she doing the fish? Wait, wait, wait. What is she doing? The, oh, she's drawing a pentagram. I want to describe how this could happen to her. <laughs> wait, wait. Let's say she's opening the key, right? She's really tired. It's really dark. She's going inside her house. She, uh, the keys has an extra jagged edge. She scratches off. She doesn't really realize it. She drops the keys. It's too dark. She can't find it. Her phone's know. dead. It's been dead for hours. She starts that looking. Would ever happen. And she makes a pattern. Look. <laughs> Uh, as Oscar's on his knees, <laughs> reenacting right. this she, whole scene, and then and then it glows red because she made something happen. I could actually see that happening right. with me. That's the only way you could accidentally. I wish the listeners saw that. She, as she's looking for her keys, she's running her hand on the ground. Right, like and makes a pedigree. Jay has to make a fucking living. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes have to walk in open areas. You know? Hey, sometimes people have negative energies and entities attached to them that they don't know. And me being me, of course, they're all attracted to me, so they all attach themselves to me. And if yeah. I let my guards down for one second, they'll try and get in me. It's happened many times. Damn. Recently, too. I know. Well, we're going to have to talk about Stupid that one. Justin. I know. Um, and that's the thing is that the worst part is that she attracts... Um, living human flesh people. Um, there, are, there are similar and like that who they are. They call like themselves just... beings of death, like <laughs> reapers. Well, they identify themselves as reincarnations of reapers. Who are these people? I'm gonna give them a fucking slap. Yeah. So I went <laughs> to one guy's house who has, <laughs> whose house is more expensive than, let's just Beautiful say, Jay. House. Anything we've Beautiful ever owned house. times ten. And he's a reaper. That's what he calls himself. I'm not saying he is one. I'm saying he calls himself that. And they always meddle. They all these kids that kids i mean they're younger than me so everyone's a kid to me but like all these people that kind of flock to her or she attracts or she's attracted to as friends not that i'm saying anything bad um these people are all like meddling into these things that she kind of already had a harsh crash horse in it so here's where your fear for her comes in right this is part of it and uh you know and every time i hear of this new person i'm like what is he doing who who is she what are they related what is he summoning what yeah, <laughs> i need to know everything reapers she, lexi really Yes. You hang out with people who call themselves Reapers? She yes. used to. I used to. I had to, like, detach them all after this dude, Justin. Terrible. Fuck Justin. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I hung out with him, like, once in my, like, hometown. Terrible things happened for months after I brought him there. Wow. Including cops and X and all this stuff. So yeah. it was X, he had a bag full of knives not like pocket knives like long machetes and what would he use those for i don't know but he brought them when he was hanging out with me he might have had a plan for you yeah i know i, know, I had that gut feeling the entire time her. that's why i kept him yeah. in starbucks the entire time and she buried that lead with me too she knew she didn't want to give me that piece of information until like a week or two later when <laughs> it was a way past i'm like yeah. that's the thing is i don't trust her information to me because like she'll like lower it for me you know? yeah she'll like downplay it no, so i like, won't freak out but. the first time i hung out with him he was like you have all these powers you have such a gift you have all this light in you i'm like i'm jealous of you and then like I started to connect the dots. I'm like, oh my god, he was literally trying to take my soul from me. Or something. How old was he? He was like mm, 21, Mid- 22. 22. Yeah. I think Justin 
played way too much role-playing games <laughs> in his grandparents' basement. <laughs> That's what I thought. And he got these ideas in his head. What do you think? I honestly think... Do you think Justin had something about him? Uh, he was definitely like schizophrenic or something. Okay, because so he was, earthly. He was yeah, talking definitely. to people I hung with the him entire too. time. He was with me. Yeah, but serious? He was like, did you hear them too? I'm like... No, no, motherfucker, no, I didn't no. hear nothing. No. Check, don't, please. Don't downplay it. We both pretended. You met this guy? Yeah, I, I went to his house. We spent hours with him. Is this I the big, to, well, this the big to, house guy? I need to vet him. So, yes. This is when she thought she thought he uh, he was still cool enough or, yeah, or like, you know, okay enough. Second um, time I hung out. So, I, I, you know, she hung out with him without me there. And first, I'm like, this fucking stranger's house lives an hour away. Lives, like the halfway point between my house and your house, let's say. Okay. Um... And I'm like, I'm freaking out. I don't know this person. I need to, you know, whatever. I don't care how rich he is. For them, he was really that nice just means he can hide your body and afford it, you know, whatever. He, the first, like, <laughs> the first is... day I hung out with him, he's like, oh, cops don't care if teenagers go missing. They don't even look. <gasps> yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, red flag, red flag, yeah, red flag. I didn't know there that. was a lot of red, red flags. Flag. There was a that. lot. Wait, so what does a reaper do for a living? To... They. To get a big Guide house. Souls. Oh, no, not for a living. No, that's no, just like he's he already rich. He doesn't have to make a living. He's like a reaper. Like, when he dies, he'll go back to guiding souls. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like, it's like when you draw the death card in tarot, it doesn't mean it's bad. But it could be bad. It means transition. But it could be bad. But it could be, yeah. Did you tell him there's no, it, there's no such thing as reapers? <laughs> did you tell him that? No. Did you tell him it's make-believe? No, because um, one of, at my time, my female best friend also identified as one. And her <sighs> methods and her thoughts were completely different than his. All right, we're going to have to have an intervention. <laughs> yeah, we do. A reaper intervention. Yeah, a reaper intervention. <laughs> we really do. Just bring him over here. I'll just I'll no, slap him I'm, around. I'm not going anywhere near him. Yeah, no, good, good, good point. Good yeah, idea. anyway, the, the guy was So weird. now I understand your fear for her. No, but some of it is more, so that's, some of it is more three-dimensional. Like, there are more earthly reasons. Like, some of it legit are evil guys who are like, I don't care how fucked up mentally they are. They're taking it out on her, or they're going to yeah. try, or they want to try, or they want to cheat on their fucking... Uh, you know, two, three-year-old girlfriend because my girlfriend's hot and they work with her. Like, I don't want that shit. Yeah. That's what I'm. That's more of my worry nowadays, and it's number one priority over the reapers. The reapers. <laughs> Obviously, I never said that out loud until today. But but Justin that's what this is me, for, man. That's, this is great. Justin worried me from from a schizophrenia standpoint, not necessarily mm-hmm. because I knew he, he he's not talking to anyone. He's just an empty chair, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> You yeah yeah you know yeah. did he have names for these things he was talking oh to? yeah he would he would oh my god he would gloat we could make a podcast on this guy alone we should he would gloat on on this uh, a great king from history that he would talk to he would talk to Xerxes he would talk to President Roosevelt and he would talk to fucking uh, Taylor Swift soul in his dreams right because T Swizzle soul T Swizzle Jesus leave we gotta leave Tay Tay that leave Tay Tay out of this. She specifically made for him because he knows that she's part of the Illuminati. The, of course. I, uh, duh. <laughs> Doi. The toy. He, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of um, this like race of aliens, the Draconians. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He thinks that he can speak Draconian. And he's spoken to me in Draconian. Could you please give us a sample? Do you remember? Well, do you remember? I don't remember, but it was... It was Maybe like, Bacardi B is draconian. That did... Mm. 
Maybe that's what that is. No, I think you need like a whole other set of vocal cords yeah, to match that. Like, oh. like the whole idea well, of draconian means that you like need that. to be like part beast, which you can't yeah, do Part as reptilian. Right. So like the origin of the name. I'm, I'm not I really see. saying that the real – I'm saying the reality of that name and yeah. the origin of it will include – would mean that no human can do it. Oh, So the fact I that see. he said that, he's a fucking liar. On top of being a liar. Or maybe just delusional. <laughs> or delusional. Yeah, that too. Or probably like just delusional, right. He believes this stuff. Right, and right. Like, I shouldn't have said that he's a liar. along with it. Sorry, I take that back. I don't want to say he's a liar. I, I, can, I fully believe that he believes it. Yeah. So. Was he trying to pick you up? No. You don't think he was trying to pick you up? Actually, no. actually you there was a few times where he said the voices would say some things about my body. Oh. And he was like, oh yeah, like, mm. source is here right now. Like, God is here right now. And he says that you have... um. Good. No. Oscar, should we edit it out? No. And it tastes like honey. Swear. Yeah, we he can said, swear. Oh, yeah, God and it tastes like, like honey. <laughs> honey. He's like, God is eating you out right now. I'm like, oh, okay. Whole. Lots of questions there. Lots of questions there. Yeah. Would God say, like, I created something great because he's God? Not that you got something here. Like, or you like just discovered source. it. Good point. I'm just saying. What's the omnipotence? Like, going hey, on Reaper, here? I did pretty good there, huh? Right? You like my uh, work there? You like giving my... the old ethereal elbow, right. huh? Mm-hmm. You like the Ray Fantasy I'm about to give you here? Like, this is craziness. Doing? Right. It was a very interesting. I don't remember. Months. I don't remember that, by the way. Uh, you I, weren't there. No, I, I don't remember you telling me. You I probably evil, did. Low liar, saucy minx that doesn't tell me things. Saucy I just, minx. I just leave certain <laughs> details out that I don't think are very necessary. This is like why I freak out constantly. My, this is why I get it. See, I, every yeah. time I hear her uh, telling me about a guy who is hitting on her or is being inappropriate or you know borderline harassment. I mean, in today's age, it is all out harassment, but they're just really just talking to her and not like they're doing anything. But in this day and age, everyone's, you know, up about her about everything. Um, in this age, whenever she tells me something like that, I think it's ten times worse because I know she's downplaying it. Uh, and it yeah. probably happened like three times instead of once. And she's not telling me because, uh, I fig- you know, she figures like might as well talk, start talking about it now. Um, yeah, that's why I don't trust you really completely because mm-hmm. you downplay it. <laughs> I don't downplay. I just and I don't know don't, why. I'm worried about you in a good way. I'm not worried about you. I just don't tell. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not lying if I'm not See, moving my lips. This is what I want help for. I want what? What will get? I need to get her to tell me everything immediately. That's what I need. This is going more off. Yes, it into is. the relationship. Yes, it is. Building. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, it as is. As opposed to fear. But that is my fear. Yeah. Okay. Fair but, enough. Fair enough. Um, I guess I'll go next. Spiders. Oh, I love spiders. I fucking hate. Like, what kind of spiders? Like, all any, spiders? Any. All. Any. Oscar knows. Oscar knows. Tell him about the time I had to drive back. Time you had to drive back. When you lived in Lisbon. Oh. oh, I have to hear this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, we found a spider in the house, and it was big. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to kill it. Katie sure as hell wasn't going to kill it. They're both afraid. What about the kids? Oh, well, we didn't want it to get by. I think Talia was born already. Talia was born by Nico. Yeah, I, we didn't want it to get by Talia. So Oscar left our house. Got pretty damn far, and Katie called him back. Mm-hmm. And you came back? And I came he back. came back because he's such a great friend. Wow. A real friend. And he came, and he didn't kill the spider. He rescued it and took it away. Aw. Did I get that right? I should like spiders. Yeah, I like yeah. spiders. <laughs> That's how bad it, I wouldn't kill it. So he had to come, I don't know. I mean, he he, a long was, he lives in a south in a south, south suburb by Aurora, or he used to live there yeah. by Aurora, uh, Illinois. And um, I lived in the northwest side of Chicago, so yeah. it's a polar opposite. Polar, polar opposite. Sorry, it's a long ways. I don't like them. They scare me. They're little. 
And you live right next to the woods too. Like I always, I always yell that to you. I'm like, why do you live here? There's tons of spiders in the forest. Tons. Although in this house, I, I don't think maybe two, three times we've seen spiders. No, there's definitely spiders. There's spiders in every house, everywhere. You know, we uh, swallow 28 uh, spiders in our lifetime. They say that's in not our true. Sleep. I don't know. I read it on a Snapple cap. No. <laughs> <laughs> Better than saying Facebook. <laughs> I don't know. I hope that's not true. I think it is a little true because I've woken up sometimes, you know, like <gasps> feeling and, something like yeah, tickling. and I'll be like, oh god damn it, get out. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like up. tickling in my ear a couple but times, but I usually sleep face down, so I never really get that yeah. problem. Huh? So there I went. Spiders. I don't like them. They give me the heebie-jeebies. I see one. Suddenly, there's a million on my body, it feels like. Yeah, no. It's I, a whole, I get sweaty. Like. I know the feeling. I get that feeling with uh, centipedes. Oh, centipedes, yes. Um, just because they're on top of having a hundred legs. <laughs> they, Cent- centi. Yes, hundred. Yes. Like centurion. <laughs> um, but on top of that, is, uh, is, uh, they're also slimy. They are? Yeah, they're kind of slimy. Now, are you talking about the ones that like run around your house at like 50 miles an hour? Uh well those, oh, those those two are those centipedes or millipedes? No those are, no Wait, millipedes look millipedes like millipedes. Do millipedes have a million legs? No they have a thousand legs, honey. Okay <laughs> then why are they called millipedes? Oh like the big thousands. black because in the old the, the old Greek I uh, think prefix milli means a thousand okay. I think so something like that. So the Don't millipedes are those that. long like for no they're black African. So millipedes. I've seen millipedes and they're fucked up. You you will not want to mistake a millipede for a centipede. I'm getting okay. itchy now. The, I know right I'm getting the skeeves. See I'm not. The, so the 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 centipedes are the ones that run around your house wait, wait they fast as they shit me, but they don't they don't frighten me like you do like i would kill the fuckers oh no, no i would do. chase them and i would knock spiders. everything down in the room those no, I those it. i kill yeah those right, i okay, kill okay. because i've been bitten by one before oh really they, they bite they can yeah oh, wow and no. it I never created this huge rash up the back of my leg and it was wow red and inflamed and it You're stung kidding. and it burned oh yeah wow good thing you weren't a possum you would have been dead when i lived on north avenue okay i remember over there i remember yeah it was bad. Freaked me out. So with kids and stuff, we chased those suckers down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So there, spiders. Lexi? Bees and wasps. Bees and wasps. There That's- was a wasp's nest right next to my kitchen window in the oh apartment I live now. That's right. Every single day, a wasp would be in my kitchen. I was making food, <laughs> and I'd hear a buzzing. I would turn my well, head. She fucking calls me. Fast, <laughs> huge, ginormous wasp. Just sitting on my kitchen window inside the house. The window is closed. There's, I don't know how it's getting in. Oh. It's flying around. It's landing on the food I was cooking. I leave everything. I turn off the stove. I hide in my room. I'm home alone. <laughs> I'm calling Oscar. I'm like, Oscar, there's a wasp. And he's like, I'm at work. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> I'm calling my mom. She's like, I'm at work. There's nothing I can do. So what do you do? I hide in my room until my mom gets home. What happened to the food? I leave it there until my mom gets home. Oh man, I can't. They terrify me. I and I've been in uh, one time. I, went, I was at her place and uh, she uh, showed me because you did kill one of them. No, I, I didn't touch did. it. My mom did. Oh, your mom did. Sorry, I saw a carcass, a bee carcass. Um, and there was another one we saw, and it was like dead of night. It was nighttime. Well, yeah, it what the be fuck out is this bee yeah. is flying around, thinking yeah. that the light's daylight or something, and it's flying around. I'm like, man, you have a bee problem. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> and we for called you. the landlords. They <laughs> Peace came out. in. I love bees. <laughs> no. Okay, so I called the landlord. You know, he came in instead of checking for the bee shit. He was checking our fire alarms, and then he left. I'm like, no, you're here for the bees. Please come back. And he never came back. He was like, yeah, I'll be back in a day. 
waited a day. Like I Still just the wasp nest right next to my kitchen window. Ugh. They're getting in. Don't know how. Well, with all this zero degree weather we've been having, they're dead. Yeah. Or sleeping. Or they hibernate, I, I think. Are they there's, like, a, there's a yeah, full we'll hibernation, I think, for I them. guess I'll be able to tell in the spring. Yeah. They're all in my kitchen. <laughs> well, they can't die because, like, they, how do they come back? Yeah, Where's the procreation happen? I don't, don't think they die. <laughs> but, well, I mean, bees are definitely on the decline over the last and, like, uh, 20 years. I have they two say. cats, so I can't open the doors to let them out because every time I try, my cats just run out. I lock them in the bathroom and in my room, but they scratch and they cry. And I cry because they're annoying and I can't go out of my room <laughs> to unlock them. This is a vicious cycle. It is. It's terrible. And I'm just laughing, too, in the background. <laughs> so <laughs> scary. <laughs> because wow. I know they can, like, go under the cracks of the door. So I put a towel <laughs> under the door. I, I seal it shut. <laughs> and then there was this one time I was in my room. It was, like, 2 in the morning. I thought I heard a buzzing, like, right next to my ear. It was just uh, paranoia. I completely uh, hallucinated the entire thing. Yeah. I jumped. I flipped off my bed. I ran out into the the living room. I just stood there for a minute. I got my strength back. I went back in my room. Nothing. Nothing. Fears manifesting in the physical world. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Hmm. I do want to step back real quick to spiders. Yeah. Oscar, you have yeah. a spider tattoo. I do. On your belly, on yeah. my, of all places. Right on top of my belly button. Yeah. With <coughs> a web I mean. coming down, right, from yeah, your chest? Yeah, it's, like, it's like it's coming down to, it's like, it's like the belly button's the hidey hole. The, oh, that's so yeah. gross. <laughs> that's how I envisioned it when I, when I told the guy to do it. <laughs> the hidey hole. Yeah. What'd you name it? Uh, Scarlet. I mean, that was just me being dumb and, what, 18 when I got it? Yeah, so, yeah. That was a stupid, I don't think, I, there's no name to it, but Scarlet's the OG name. I had the OG name. Yeah. I had to just backtrack because I forgot to mention that with the spiders because mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought you posted that uh, video on YouTube, the one we went to that thing. I never it was going to be on there. I never put it up. No, you never put it up. Because I was too fat. Yeah. When we went to the... Uh, well, we were both fat. So. When we went to... Uh, uh, warm spring, the the abandoned warm spring. Yeah, in that uh, yeah. pool, <clears throat> in oh, the hot spring in the warm spring. spring, Nevada. Yeah, yeah, the ghost town. Yeah, we're frolicking and playing, and I didn't. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's just private. Yeah, so it's not. On I'm YouTube. like, eh, I don't look too good. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll put it up. I don't know. No, you won't. Probably not. Um, <laughs> the way you put it up is if you get fatter and that's so, and you look. Better and that'll there. be my skinny picture. Right. Got it. Right. Got it. I plan to go the opposite way. So, so you'll never put it up, right? probably never come up. Exactly. Um, uh, fear of mine is, yeah. uh, here's a, but you guys would be like, well, everybody, but whatever. Um, unforeseen violence. Unforeseen violence. Yes. So um, this is a, a fear that kind of manifests a lot in, um, but it's more like a, like a weariness. Like I'm just on alert. Like you are when playing. I'm alert. If someone's in the bathroom too long, that kind of level of um you know alertness is how yeah. i feel is this when um when i find myself i'm in a situation where it's a bar or i'm walking on the street or i'm driving and i'm like you know because i tend to drive uh i'm not saying i drive really fast but i drive i drive you know as well not like an ass i mean to people i'm an asshole i guess but i drive like <laughs> Like really up to people, in order you're to one them, of those guys. In order to get them moving, like if they're going 25 on a 35 or 30, even like whatever, I'm like I'm on their ass until they get the fuck going. So because okay. I can't skip them, you know, to, you know, stuff like that. Situations like that sometimes arise where like, oh, someone's gonna fight me right now, or I'm about to get mugged, or um, something's gonna happen around me and I have to deal with it. 
Hmm. Like, I don't like, because I've been to a lot of those already. I feel like I'm always in a fear of it happening again, even though it hasn't happened in a long time. Wow. Yeah. Well, you do have that habit of going out and just wandering at real, real late hours in the morning. I do that, yes. I'm, I'm one of the very few people, who uh, owls, who, <laughs> um, who are out at all hours, at any hours outside. I don't mean like out in bars. I'm saying outside of the yeah. house because um, usually I'm smoking or whatever. Um, I'm one of those guys who's out all the time but isn't doing anything degenerate. I'm one of the, <laughs> the less degenerates <laughs> not, uh, night owls out there because I'm not doing any drugs. I'm not scoring. I'm not working for anyone. I'm not, uh, I'm not a snitch for the cops. I'm not doing any of that. Sometimes I, talk, I do talk to cops. And sometimes, um, what was it, three or four summers ago, <laughs> I think I told you the story. This, oh, my God, it's really not beat up, but like old, haggard, although she was probably my age, uh, woman drove by in a car as I was walking, two in the morning, and wa- you know wanted to um, prostitute herself to me. And like, oh, yeah. like, you look gross. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, you have 50 bucks or 20 bucks? She's like, no. Oh, she, what? Yeah, I'm like, no. And she just drove away, like, that the first no or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, so, I've, yeah, all this happens. Like, there's a nightlife to Chicago for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm never really a part of it. But I'm always around people who are, you know, because like that person or Pollock's fighting in some bar across the street from me, yeah. which happens a lot. You know, and sometimes I will be walking by them as it's happening and I might be involved. And it has, okay. it has happened. Like one time I told you this, honey. Um, and I told you too, honey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, remember like two, two years ago, a year and a half ago, uh, I was walking behind a girl. I just happened to be walking behind her. And she thought I was like oh, like stalking her, stalking her, her, was like yeah. trying to, oh, going to do something. Yeah. And she kept speeding up, and I'm like just heading towards the Seven Eleven. That's all I'm <laughs> doing. Like, Dude, I just happened to be a, on the same path I'm as going I am. For a chili dog like and a, a coke. She, at one point, she dropped her keys. She looked drunk, but she looked uh, not drunk and was she was still alert yeah. and worried about her body. And I'm sure she would be. I mean, she was dressed not very good, like very scantily. I'm like, come on, what are you doing out here by yourself? Yeah. But whatever. So, like, I was worried for her. I'm like, what are you doing out here by yourself? I was almost yelled at her for it, but, like, I didn't. And here she is thinking. Thinking that I'm that guy that she has to worry about. Ugh. And, uh, you know, so that kind of thing happens. And I get it. I have a hoodie, which hoodies are the best clothing item ever made. But it looks like I the wear worst. I all the time. <laughs> but yeah. it looks like the worst. You look like you you're are a criminal. scumbag. Yep, you're a criminal you're as soon as you put that out in the street. Yep. But hoodies are the best fucking thing to have. Oh, yeah, I wear them they all the time. They cover the whole back, the whole neck part. That's <laughs> great. It's perfect. What else do you want? It makes it very hard for vampires. Right, very hard to for get vampires. You. So, well, I mean, it, yeah. And, and, and I've been mugged many times before. In Chicago, I mean, you know, that yeah. uh, victimless, what do they call it? The... Uh, What's the victimless? No, the just the, the innocent bystander getting shot or stabbed because they're in the wrong place, the wrong time, or right. they get involved. They're in the mix. I, of, I keep a, I keep a knife on me at all times. This is a box cutter. Pulls which, it out right which now. I use at work, but I have it clipped to my the inside of my you back should. pocket. Absolutely. I have a better one. I've shown you before the double one that Lexi got me for oh, yeah, my yeah. birthday. Yeah. Thank you, baby. You're um, I keep that on me at all times, and at work I even keep a certain um, like blunt items that I always keep, and I make excuses for keeping around in case a customer gets really annoyed. I can just grab that by the handle and use it really fast if I have to. Just give them a crack. Because I'm always because customers will be fucking crazy and unruly and they oh, bitch about everything. God. Lexi has more stories than I do, uh, <laughs> but it's never gotten to the physical aspect. But it almost did once. In my store, so it could happen. Sure. So that's a worry I always have. I guess you could call okay. it a fear. Yeah. All right. Maybe. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure. But I don't know how common that is. It probably is common. Maybe anyone who's been in prison for more than two days probably has that fear for the rest of. I don't know. Yeah. How common that is? I've never been to prison, but probably I where you are geographically. As geographically, well, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, I grew I up in. I was in a, a holding cell for 48 hours. Yeah. Tell me about that. 
But no violence. It was just me and like one other person. Good. Good, no violence. Yeah, yeah. my brother, uh, he got arrested once, too. Um, he was uh, over 24 hours, but nothing bad happened either, even though there was like, a bunch of guys there. But my mom cared. left me there for an extra day just to teach me a punishment. That sounds like a sitcom episode. Lesson. That sounds yeah. like an episode of a show, you know? Like, <laughs> right? I was handcuffed to a wall. Well, yeah. What did you do? Do we want to know? I just harassed the police officer. I just kept talking to him and talking to him. And he looked so annoyed. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to stop talking. This is my only form of entertainment right now. I'm going to tell you my entire life story. Yeah, yeah nowadays, they just shoot you. Yeah, she does. That. One time we were in a Panera. <laughs> oh, God. So we were, we were in a Panera <laughs> once. She used to work at one. And I was, I don't remember, probably eating something. I and love harassment. She started talking just... to these two cops. And then she started, like, the way she was sounding was clearly sarcastic uh-huh. to me. And it probably oh, yeah. was to you. Oh. I guess you were doing it on purpose. Oh, yeah. And she was asking these cops, like, I don't remember what you were asking or saying. I was saying. asking them if they ever shot someone, if they ever saw a dead body, yeah, what like the body like, smelled like, shit like what? that. Yeah. Do that. I was curious about what a dead body smelled like. I'm like, it's and, not good. As, like, <laughs> I want to know the exact Satan. smell. Like, I heard it was like copper and like burning pig. Copper and burning pig. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. That seems like it tracks. I, I don't know. I never Burning pig, I can't, because the flesh of a pig and the flesh of a man are pretty close. Well, pig is scrumptious. I don't you picture think, don't scrumptious with human. No, I'm saying the flesh of them is we're really close. We have the same organs in the same places, roughly. That they. Or would was be that a man burning alive? I don't remember. <laughs> but one or the other. That's what it smells like. It smells like bacon. It smells like you know. Sizzles. No, 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 no. Not bacon. I'm kidding, honey. Like a metallic, coppery. Yeah, yeah. Smell. That's with probably like the blood. You could flesh. probably Google it, and you'd be you'd be set. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd like to hear from experience. And I'm there, like, I'm I'm there looking, more minority-looking, right? I feel extra minority. (laughs) And she's a white girl fucking asking these white cops these questions. I'm like, who's the outlier here right now? That's right. Who's going to go to jail in this And I'm trying to get there to stop because, you know, I'm I'm taught the opposite. Oh, they were so pissed off at me. I just looked at them, like, all, like, innocent. Like, what, guys? Yeah. But you, look, but you look so fucking sarcastic. That's because I'm white and I have a little bit of sass. No, it's sarcastic looking. I'm just saying what people perceive is what counts. What? <sighs> oh, boy. Shit like that. That's a fear. <laughs> yeah, she did it again. <laughs> I think we recorded some of that Bacardi B's interview yeah. in the outtakes. Ow. I don't I don't, know. I don't know if I'm yeah. going to put all of it, honestly. We did like 22 minutes on nothing. <laughs> what do you think? We Do you want to listen to some of Joe's music? Yeah, let's do that. It's time for a break. Yeah, let's yeah. break and come back and we'll see uh, where we take it from there. All right. Very cool. I kind of dig that. Yeah, it has a um, It Follows feel to it. The movie, It Follows. Right. No. Yeah. It, well, what else well, would it be? I don't know. Well, so the listeners know what you're talking about. I guess. 
It does sound like It Follows. It's kind Check of it out, that. guys. It's a good movie. Oh, it's an awesome movie. Yeah. Um, that's what it, yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it reminded me of. Yeah. It was good. I, 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 like, um, I like his sensibilities, uh, Joe's. Yeah. Music, like, leanings. I agree. They're good. And we can play, we can put these podcasts, this podcast on YouTube and not be penalized because it's Joe's music. Right, because YouTube is a little dirty pirate horror. It really so. is. It is. So we were talking over break where we were jamming to Joe's music. Um, talking about fears, what yeah. drives humans, and we got on to nightmares. Yes. Nightmares. Mm-hmm. Which is a, it's a good... Uh, it's a good it's a fear. It's a good segue. It's a good way to get... It's a good entry point. I, I agree. We've talked about uh, the whole sleep paralysis. This is not quite that. Nightmare is just a nightmare, man. We've all had dreams. Dreams, the difference between a dream and a nightmare is that one you like and one you don't. <laughs> It'd be pretty basic. Because like if to a serial killer... Uh, what is a nightmare to us could just be a dream to him. Ooh, that's right? deep. Right? Yeah, I like that. For him, maybe a nightmare would be like going to his car to pick up his the, the charger he left in it. Like That could be a nightmare for that guy. It's like a normal day. Or Thanksgiving day. with the family. Or Thanksgiving with his family who are still alive with their heads intact. Like uh, That could be a serial killer's <laughs> worst nightmare. You're right. But to him, like you know, buying a brand new machete could be a, a great normal dream. That's kind of a bad example. Uh, fine, chopping people off while shop, shopping for a new machete. There you go. There you go. And that's just a normal walk-in-the-park dream. Right. right. Interesting. Well, they say if you remember your <coughs> dreams that it, it, there's significance there. Oh, who's, who's, who's they in that sense? The experts. Who's, who, who are these people? The, that one German sleep studier. Um, two things. David. Oh, David. Jesus. Don't you dare. <laughs> well, the reason I said David is because I'm used to, I'm used to yelling at him more. <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. That's just a – Probably you know, accepted. That's a Freudian slip. There you go. Um, uh, set up when you talk because I can't hear you very well. Oh. Are you doing it weird? You're like moving around? I'm sorry. You're doing, you're doing Joe stuff. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Erie and Dave Black, after 57 episodes of this podcast, yeah. don't know how to handle a microphone. Right. Now you're doing it well. Thank you. I, you're right. I am. I'm laying back. I'm relaxed. And uh, it's past three o'clock in the morning. Right. And uh, and two, the witching hour. By the way. Uh, Ooh, that's right. Lexi, don't don't yawn in the microphone, please. Did, no, I, she, did I? I didn't hear it. So okay, if cool. you did, I didn't hear it. Okay. Because um, I'm wearing the headset for to listen to everything, guys. Anyway, um, who are these experts again? Who are you saying? Oh, you know, just the, the people who say these things. Okay, I never heard of that before. I've just always heard it my whole life that if you remember a dream, you remember a nightmare that it has significance. I think I maybe saw that in a movie as a line, but no, I don't know if no. I ever. I believe it. Yeah, but yeah, come on, because that, that kind I of remember. Why boring... would we remember these particular nightmares that we're going to talk about? Okay, I but I, okay, let's talk about the essence of this dream thing because if you if you make that as a baseline rule, like if you remember a dream, it's significant in some way. Yes, then. Um, what the fuck is going to happen to me? Wait, what? Because there's some fucked up shit. And it, some weird shit. Not even fucked up, but like weird. Just general Well, there's, bizarre. there's symbolism. And, and there's subconscious. And then, no, no. And then there's the, the, the truly bizarre ones to me in this instance, uh, if we're using this baseline, um, is that I've had some pretty mundane things, like getting my keys from my house because I forgot them. So maybe in the future you are going to forget your keys? Yeah, but that's like a that's a best. It's, um, yeah, I know, I know. I've had this idea before too. I made a, I had a whole concept ooh. script about it too. I know, I know what you're thinking. No, you don't. Okay, what? what like the book that I'm reading is talking all about like dreams. Okay, well, we're not pitching a book yet. Hold on, hold that thought. 
Yeah. Because yeah. I, I know what you're thinking about, and it's going to be an idea for some other show. But um, good thinking. But uh, but I'm saying, like, so that's like deja vu then. At best, it'll feel like deja vu, and that's it. Well, could, deja, vu, deja vu could play into this. Who knows? Right. So, but how is that significant? Well, you don't know yet. Just like I don't know what my the significance of mine is. It's like it's like if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans or something, that kind of thing. Like you just don't know. Just kind of go with it. Right. Okay. I guess I have no argument against that because there's no way to argue against that. Right. So so I win. Fuck you a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So who wants to go first with their nightmare? Clearly you. Me? Yeah. Oh man, this one's horrible. This is the this is the most recent one you can remember. Not to say that it's your most recent one. Correct. This is the most vivid. The most I could it, like it happened yesterday, but it happened years ago. Okay. So for years, I remember every detail of this dream, this nightmare. That's awesome. I mean, it's sure terrifying it's because sure I believe that if you do remember them, that it means something. So what does this particular dream mean? It's horrible. Okay. Okay. So All right. There was this wall. So it was me and a woman. I don't know who the girl was. I don't know who the woman was. Still to this day? I could never see her face. Oh, okay. But she had blonde hair. I remember that. Not your um, wife? It, it was not Katie. Hmm. It wasn't Katie. Like a younger Katie even? or No, I don't no? think so. Okay. Carry um, on. In my recollection, it was never Katie. Okay. So, it was me and this woman. I guess we were on a date. Okay. And I took her to a restaurant. What kind? I don't know what kind of food. Or the feel? You don't know about the the, the, the the core? Oh, I could describe it to a T. Oh, nice. Tell me. So we're, we enter this restaurant, and we sit at a table. Now, the table is one of those high-top bar tables. Okay. So it's a table that you don't sit at with a chair. You sit at with a stool, right? So fancy place. <laughs> don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I'm real kidding. tall chairs. Chairs gotcha. are real tall. Gotcha. So tall table, tall chairs. We're sitting across from one another. Sitting across from where I can't see her face, right? Yeah. The floor, red and white, tiled floor. Red and white. Okay. Red and white. Okay. Red tiles and white tiles in a checkered pattern. A little shining-esque. There were other people in the restaurant eating, mm-hmm. just doing their thing, also sitting at high top tables in very high chairs. All of a sudden, the door opens, and these Mexicans come in. Huh? Your people, Oscar. Yeah, not Mexicans, but Mexicans. Oh, Mexican. <clears throat> so they come into the restaurant, and it seems I'm the only one that notices them. Oh, really? Okay. There are three of them. And they start, <clears throat> they start going up to the restaurant patrons, the people eating at these tables. Okay. And putting guns up to their heads. Oh, shit. And shooting him straight in the head. Oh, with, with no pomp and circumstance, no questions, no yelling. No, no, just walking right up and bang. Right okay. Bang, 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 right. bang. And I remember in the dream seeing these people just, people and chairs just tumbling over as one. Boom, on the floor. It's happening and everyone else in the restaurant is still eating. So then they go to the next table. Boom, execute the people, shoot them right in the head. It, uh, is over it loud? They is it loud, like the gunshots? No, I, I almost want to say it didn't have a sound. Silence I don't remember a sound of the dream. Okay. And they go to the next table, the next table, and they're just shooting people. Bang, bang, bang. There they go. They topple over. Boom, right on the floor. People in chair as one. Bang. Then they get to my table. 
Okay. And I say to myself in my dream, I have this thing where I can wake myself up when I don't like it. Yeah. Very lucid. So I, I, I go to myself, I need to wake up. And bam, I woke up and I was just covered in sweat. I was wow. like panting, almost <clears throat> hyperventilating. I was terrified, right? Okay. And I'm like, oh man, thank God that was a dream. So I put my head back down on the pillow. I try to get myself comfortable again, get back to sleep. Soon as I fall asleep, I, I'm in the same dream. One of the Mexicans is right in my face, says, you're lucky you woke up because you were next. What and the then fuck? I woke up again. And I oh, go back God. to sleep the rest of the night. That's kind of cool. I want to put that in a movie. I don't know cool. what that means. I remember, and this was years ago. Yeah, I How remember years, it like, like a decade it, or less. At least at least ten years. Okay, and I remember it like it was yesterday. That's and I just got the goosebumps. It gets me every time. I oh. think I've told this story on this podcast before. I just dream. And you I know don't that ending, nightmare. That, that it's a ending nightmare. That ending sounds a little familiar. Maybe I, I maybe, might have talked I don't know about if you it. Told me or if you mentioned it on the show. Yeah. Yes. Well, listeners, if I mentioned it before, whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, but that's probably the, the most vivid. And then I have one more. Okay. Um, I was a kid. I was a kid. And we're in my old house on Pittsburgh Avenue in the north side of Chicago. And I wake up in my dream. I wake up and I go into the kitchen. And there in the kitchen is my mom. She's standing at the coffee maker. But all over the kitchen, on the ceiling, on the walls, on the floors, on the appliances, on the cabinet, on my mom are all these black footprints walking everywhere. Like like you see in a cartoon when you know people walk and they leave the black footprints, footprints. Are their footprints materializing or they're just always like they're just there? No, they're they're appearing, they're disappearing, gotcha. but they're on everything, including my mom. And she didn't realize it. She was still like back a, like a toddler's her back size? to me. No, they were men's like men's feet. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But foot footprints, maybe boot prints or something. Shoe prints. Okay. And uh they were everywhere, and they were my mom. My mom's back was to me. They were on her back. Um, and for some reason, it just struck the fear of God in me. And I was probably my daughter's age when I had this dream, and I still remember it like it was yesterday. Really? I don't know what the significance is, but it terrified me. Hmm. So those are probably the two worst dreams I ever had. And to people, they're probably like, yeah, it's stupid. But to me... It strikes fear into my heart every time. I don't time. think it's stupid. I think it's kind of cool. But um, no, I mean, definitely. Obviously, I'm not afraid of what you're saying. But I, I get how if you're in that shit, yeah, it would be fucking freaky. I get it. So what was yours? Uh, so it's hard for me to remember one. Um, like I, I don't remember, man. <clears throat> I know that I say weird shit when I sleep. And I... Um, you definitely are a sleep talker. Yeah, I'm a sleep talker. I've slept. I've slept judo chopped people. I've slept. Well, when we slept together, hey, <laughs> uh, in Nevada, probably I punched my pillow a few times or something. You, yeah, and then you got up in the middle of the night and you said something like, "I'm gonna pin her down." Yeah, or I'm, I'm gonna hold her down. Yeah, in this weird voice, it was very scary. I'm sure it was, and and you sleep with like. Basically, a headscarf. <laughs> you sleep with all these things on here. Hoods, hats. You, you're, you're, you're this close to being parodied, my friend. <laughs> I was so fucked up in Jersey because I didn't have my wool hat to pull over my you're head. You're this close to being in a Wayans Brothers movie, like uh, making fun of like a scary movie movie type, you know, um, like white chicks type. Um, anyway, it's hard for me to remember. A lot of times I remember snippets. Sometimes I do write them down, like, and they're still in my notes, but. 
Um, those are just like I really don't get freaked out by them. But I'll mention the one reoccurring nightmare that I used to get, and it makes way less sense than anything you've ever said. Okay. I'll mention it here because this. I haven't had the dream in over 10 years. But um, when you were much younger, this would always reoccur. This would, it, it would happen reoccur. All time. It, would, it feels like now that time is a little hazier because I'm, I'm in my mid-30s now. Um, it feels a little hazy now, but it feels like it happened a lot more often, but it probably just happened like a couple times a year, but for a few years. So, like, the fact that it happened that often um, still feels like it was super often. I don't know how it's All right. Let's hear this. So, let's hear this. Does puppy. it make any sense? It is me gliding. And it's me only in a sense that I know it's me because it is like the camera. It is a viewpoint. There is no one else. I'm not in a place. I am not in a sense in this world. I'm in a plane. The plane I am in is fully white. There are some weird shadow contrast lines in the horizon but not enough to discern it and I'm not moving too fast I'm not falling either like I said I'm gliding like a feather falling but not like back and forth just straight down and as I get closer I notice this black dot on I guess the floor which is also just as white as the rest of the world is and I'm getting closer to it and as I get closer it becomes clear what it is and it is a tiny um, a tiny uh, Phillips head, uh, silver-colored screw jutting out of it, out of the floor. Okay. And it's slanted, kind of like someone positioned it wrong, or it was trying to be taken out, and it was taken out halfway, and someone just stopped doing it. Yeah. And it's kind of jutting out a little bit. It doesn't describe to me what kind of floor it is. Like, you can't tell, like, if it's a wooden floor or anything. It's just jutting out weirdly. And as I lean in... My POV becomes basically it becomes a, a micro macro version of the thing, and I'm starting to see the nail as if it's as big as this house. So I become like really down into it. Huh. I'm seeing a super close up of it, or the nail is much bigger than I am. One of those two things, but it's all my all the perspective of my point of view. Right. So I can't see myself, nor do I see my hands. I don't see my feet or my body. Ooh, what? I don't see anything Fuck. like that. And the dream ends, and that's it. And that's it. And it freaks the shit out of me. Wow. Oh, used to. And you had it multiple times. Yeah, multiple times. I have no idea what that could mean. No idea either. If anyone knows what that might signify, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been years, like I said, over 10, easy, maybe maybe over 15 years since I've had it. And uh, there might be a detail missing, but I don't... Those are the main... Those are the things that freaked me out when I remembered it back then, so... You know. Well, you say... So it, Open space. Yeah, maybe the open space come from that or the other way around. Yeah, through fear. Uh, Interesting. I don't know what came first, but I guess that's all white everywhere. So, yeah, that's definitely wide open space. But is it? It could be as small as a closet. I have no idea. Wow. <clears throat> yeah. It's very brightly lit, too, I should say. It's brightly lit. I mean, it's white, so, yeah. Anything else? No. Other dreams? That's the one. That's no, I mean, that's the only one I can remember. I'm sure I've had it, and I'm sure I've told some to Lexi or... Other people around me, like if I took my brother, maybe or something. But like, I don't um, remember them right now because that's how much I don't remember. You forgot, yeah. Or you like, uh, or if I write them down, I'll find them someday in a notebook. Like, oh yeah, I remember that nightmare. And then if that happens, I'll tell you. But otherwise, I don't remember. It, it's so it's so crazy. You could be having the worst nightmare like of your life. Like you wake up, you're covered in sweat, you're breathing, you're scared, and it's just gone. Yep. 
it was so real one second, yeah. half a second later, it's just gone. Yeah, that's a weird feeling. Um, I always try to cap. I try to not becoming better at that. I try to capitalize that feeling. Like I would ask myself the question nowadays every time I wake up from a dream that I remember so vividly, not a nightmare, but just a dream. And I will remember so vividly. I'll be like, try to remember. Try, I try to think out loud to remember it more. Even and you though can't. I, even though I know I won't happen. Yeah. And I'll try to remember. I'll, I'll write down some details in my notes, and then. But I forget a lot more details I don't have time to write about. Yeah. And so I forget probably mostly the dream. And that's it. Right, and it's gone. That's it. And it's just gone forever. And I'll try to tell Lexi about it like an hour later or whatever when I see her. And I'll be like, I'll be forgetting as I'm telling the story that I just told myself it aloud or something. And I'll just keep forgetting it and forgetting it. And it's gone. And I feel like I need Leonardo DiCaprio to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) The mind's amazing. The subconscious is amazing. Right. Lexi, how about you? Okay. So you were um, just waiting, weren't you? Because yeah. you jumped on that mic fast. <laughs> yeah, I think you were playing a game one second. I thought you were going to... Yeah, okay, so then... <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. So I'm a lucid dreamer, so like I'm aware when I'm dreaming. So you're like, hey, you, could you wake yourself up? Yeah. Yeah, if you don't like the way it's going. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's end this. Okay, right? so basically... No, I wasn't telling you let's end oh. this. But in your dream, you're like, you don't yeah. like the way it goes, let's end this. Yeah, if I don't the same like exact it, way. if I like don't feel like I'm learning any lesson out of it, I'll just wake myself up. We have superpowers. Yes, we do. Cool. So basically, in my dream, it's in this weird house and like in the middle of nowhere. I go inside the house and like it's just me and my mom. Like we were living in like bumblefuck nowhere. And like I know what's going to happen once I walk in the house. Like I know that someone's going to come in and kill me and my mom. Like so I go like inside the house. Like I'm looking around. And then, like, two seconds later, people are coming in, like, and trying to kill us. So I grab my mom and I walk out the door and, bam, I walk back into the house. The same day is on repeat, but it's a different murder. Every single time I walk out the door, I come back into the house to find my mom dead or to about to be killed in a completely different way. And I tried to go out every single door, but every time I do, the dream just restarts. So I try to, like start thinking i'm like okay i'm doing something wrong do i have to fight back so i would try to fight them back but then the dream would just automatically restart so i try something else and it would just restart and every time i'm walking in and my mom being murdered or someone's going to walk in and kill us and i just got tired of it i did it like five ten times in a row and then i'm like okay i'm waking up from this this is like traumatizing me who are the people do you think i have no idea just complete strangers do you know what they remember what they look like Nope, not one bit. They were just people, random people coming in. Whoa. Like they were guys, I think, but they were in like all black. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, she had her own little Groundhog Day nightmare. <laughs> that's that's what I was thinking yeah. too. I didn't want to interrupt her. Oh, the X Files game. There's a lot of them. Well, was, yeah. Happy Death Day. That movie that came out last year. Oh, that's yeah. what it reminded me of but when I saw the trailer for that. Yeah. Of course, a 19-year-old will not get Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, she would not get Groundhog Day. I got to show her that movie. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, I should tell me that one. Yeah, that's that's a scary one. Yeah. yeah. When loved ones are getting killed. Jesus. That's like all my nightmares. She was telling me about one of her other dreams, the most recent one, um, that became a nightmare. But everything she was telling me before it felt like an adventure to me. And then uh, and then she told me the finale. Oh, okay, that's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> well, what happened? Okay, so basically, like, it, well, and then it we'll was end real with this strange. one. Yeah. Like, so make it good, Lexi. Real strange. So like, it was me and Oscar, you know, like, and like, there's this weird, like, 
earth event going on where like everything's being flooded like entire earth is being covered with water like in waves like it's really weird so like we're trying to survive you know because like there's these waves coming from out of nowhere in chicago drowning us all and like killing a bunch of people like it's like doomsday or whatever and like so it's me and like oscar and a couple other like survivalists and like we're listening to the radio hearing where the waves are hitting because like we were hit yeah but like we still had like protective gear and like bunkers and stuff and like so we go underneath into like this weird subway tunnel which in my dream i was thinking like this is a really bad idea why are we going under here (laughs) but i was just going with it because i don't like to control the dreams that much i just like to go along and learn the lesson i'm supposed to learn so we're underneath these like tunnels and like we're sitting waiting for the wave and the wave comes it's like bam it hits us we survive somehow even though we're underground okay that part just really confuses me so then later on we're listening to the radio and then like i'm like oh my gosh like my mom so i go to facetime her and like the waves haven't hit her yet you know facetime her. i'm like you okay like there are these waves coming it's like the end of the world and she's like i'm fine and seconds later the waves come and i watch my mom drown alive and then i shit yeah I, i wake up after that and then i go back to sleep like a little bit later and then when I go back to sleep, I see my mom's dead body floating oh in the water. Oh, my God. Lexi, why is your mom always dying in your dreams, man? <laughs> These are not the only two. Fear. These are not the only two. Oh, it, all my really? nightmares yeah. have to involve my mom dying. Do you have a fear of losing your mom? Yeah, because I lost my dad at a young age, so it's like well, there you go. trauma. Yeah, that one solves itself. Yeah. Still, that's horrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We should do an episode one day on just lucid dreaming. Yeah, we should. It's pretty yeah. cool stuff. I want to be involved had, in that. I've had a few moments, but I don't have anywhere near the control. You, you talk to. in your sleep. Like, you have full-on conversations. I mean, it's probable that that's my way of lucid dreaming that I just don't remember. But on oh, my own defense yeah. mechanism. control of it, your dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Because sometimes I've had some really nice dreams that go really well, too well for me. Like, too well. Huh. Like, that you have a dream that you wish it could be a fantasy to. Um, you know, and like flying. Flying is my favorite one to, I think, feel and control, even though I only end up remembering like a, a little bit. Like the me leaping over the building, but not like moments after or moments Strangely before. enough, I mm-hmm. can't control any of my good dreams. Even if I try, I could only control the nightmares. You know, Maybe it's funny. The problem. Yeah. <clears throat> it's funny you mentioned I've never thought of that, but I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, for yourself too? Yeah. That's funny. I think it's the bad ones. Yeah. I think for me it's the good ones. I wonder what that means. No, I mean, if I, if I have it's like control, fight or flight, I don't remember. Probably. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's a, good, that's a great point. I never thought of that. Because if we're having it's a good dream, why would we want to change anything? Make it better. Yeah. Right? Like, but, but we can't. We could also be make like a mund- the illusion that it's real because it's so good. Or make a mundane dream better into a good one. Because yeah, they're right. boring dreams. We or that? weird ones that don't make sense. Not even scary. <laughs> like, I got an idea. The most I could do is change the scenery. That's it. Yeah. Maybe tonight we should try to control our dreams and talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. And then rem- write it down, remember it, whatever, for the next show. Yeah. See I might spew that. I might it. spew the meaning of life and I'll never remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh that could be kind of cool. That would be really cool. Huh? Because I, a lot I of times they dreams that turn into nightmares. Wow. And then I, like I can't control it while it's good, but the second it turns into the nightmare, I'm just manifesting a bunch of shit. Well, that's cuz they say have you ever heard if like the last thing you think of before you fall asleep is what you'll dream? 
I've heard of that. Have too. you heard that? Oh, the last activity you do, it tends to be retained more in your muscle memory than. Um, right. Yeah, yeah so explain. jerking off for a lot of guys, I imagine. Um, <laughs> and girls, well, like, too. Every time I watched The Walking Dead, I would have zombie nightmares. That would explain my flooding dream because I was watching a show about, like, the apocalypse on Earth. Right. I see. That doesn't. See, I can, I'm, I'm the. I'm, maybe I'm the exception to Pooh's rule because I don't get that. I watch a lot of different things all the time. It's not just community. Or like which my recent thing I've been watching, or Rick and Morty, which is a lot of things I watch. But like, it isn't just playing that game. It isn't just jerking off. It's uh, I'll read a different book before I go to sleep. I'll talk to her instead of reading a book before I go to sleep. Mm. I'll watch a completely different movie because I don't like rewatching a movie unless I have time, which I never do. But. Sometimes you dream of me. Yeah, well, and I have dreamed of you, but yeah, it wasn't. No, you speak but I, in your dreams. But I'm sure. But I don't think they were necessarily coming before because I talked to you last. Yeah. I think, you know. Well, let's try to do it tonight. Let's yeah. see if we could create and then control a nightmare. What do you think? I don't think that I would like to do that, but <laughs> I will try it. We do it for our listeners. Maybe. I mean, no. Oh, <laughs> if I have no, a nightmare, no, I'm kidding. I, mean, I if will I... control it, but I definitely won't create one. Guys, Those just come naturally. At this point, All right. I remember so few of my dreams and so little of what I do. I'll take anything as long as I remember it. Yeah, let's try to do it. Let's do I'll, it. I'll do anything. And sure. then we could report on the next episode if anything actually happened. Right. What do you think? Yeah, sounds like fun. Yeah. Just don't, let's not forget when we're tomorrow, though. Right. Well, right. Okay. Because you guys are staying here. Yeah. We got to so we'll set our together. intentions to lucid dream tonight, though. Right. I wish there was a switch for that. I would just do it every time. So no, when we that's get up, what we it can, is. You we set can your quiz intentions. each other. I mean, a literal switch. We'll quiz each other. What did you dream? It is. What did that's you why you set your woman. intentions. OMG woman. And that's why you say, tonight I'm going to lucid dream. Yeah, and I've done that before and it doesn't help. Nope. I've done that before and it doesn't work. You also got to go throughout the day asking yourself if you're dreaming and give yourself trial tests while you're awake, while you're dreaming. So your subconscious, while you're dreaming, you could do the same test. I'm saying this is easier for you because you've already been there. I'm not at, not easy for me. Or my defense mechanism makes me forget. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, let's do it as an experiment. Yep. We'll report back. Yep. And we'll close it for now. Yeah. I don't know if listeners like this episode. I, I liked it. I had fun. Lexi, did you I have mean, fun? I did have fun. I mean, how's this? We're always going to enjoy our episodes because we enjoy each other, like talking within ourselves. Like, yeah. we enjoy each other's voices. Exactly. So, like, we're prone to like every episode <laughs> we do. <laughs> but we get to if, hear ourselves talk. <laughs> if listeners didn't like it, they could always get a hold of us. <laughs> the ultimate ego on trip. <laughs> Twitter or Instagram <laughs> at Chicago Ghosts Podcast. Give us some feedback on our Facebook page. Yeah. At Chicago Ghost Podcast on Facebook. Really? They could write us at contact at chicagospodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could go to the website. Yeah, speaking of ego, chicagospodcast.com. Chicago There's so many right. ways to get a hold of us. And leave iTunes ratings. Yeah. So we could read them on the show and send you guys some cool stuff. And also it's the best way to get other fans into us without you putting any money or much effort. That's right. And for special offers uh, and deep discounts on GoDaddy, Loot Crate, Audible.com. And Oscar, too. Speaking of special offers, um, if you're interested in you know starting off your own podcasting endeavor or trying to figure out how to do it or minimize your, your amount of overhead into something that you want to do but don't want to put that much effort into it, look into me. Um, you can email through the show yeah. to contact me and to figure out how to edit, produce, and I can do that shit for you. Excellent. Yeah. Start that podcast you and your friends have been talking about. It's fun. And Oscar can help you do it. Yeah, it is fun. You get into it. I mean, the first year was the roughest for me. Um, yeah. But um, 
But yeah, we got over that eventually. We got better equipment. We're like, okay, no more omni-directional. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like, we and you could help people like, evolve, uh, avoid those pitfalls. Yes, exactly. So that's great. exactly right. But like I was saying, if they go to our website, chicagoghostpodcast.com, and click yeah. on special offers, there's all sorts of cool sponsors that uh, uh, help us with this show. Amazon, Click on bro. our sponsor links. Yeah, Amazon's the easiest. It's all right there on the website. So yeah, help support the podcast. All right. So until then, until next bi-weekly area. Right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the next show coming on? Uh, I don't know the date. Yeah, man. In two weeks. <laughs> In two weeks. See you then, guys. <laughs> you want to save your soul from hell arriving on our range. Cowboy, change your ways today, With us you will ride What is they? What yeah, is that? What, what, yeah, I'm, now I'm like, worried. Like ghetto people. <laughs> oh, okay. Good, good, like good. really ghetto nice, people. That was a cover. Nice save. Yeah, nice save, cover. yeah. Like from the Which of your friends ghetto. says this to you so I can kill that pastor immediately? <laughs> Um, it's usually Theo, actually. Like he says some like pretty yeah. deep, like wisdom-filled stuff, and then he like says like the N word. Yeah, and then but the, <laughs> and the whole thing is undercut by him like you know separating the coke. You yeah, know, yeah. Cutting coke with a card, <laughs> and then he starts saying skeet, 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 uh, skeet, skeet, skeet. So like 2014. Yeah, yeah. You should tell him that. I should be like Theo, really. Skeet. It's so 2014. It's so t- it might even be before 2014. You should his name 2017 is now. Meow. Is that what? They- oh, because of that bitch. That, because of that bitch, yeah. Um, the, that That's what the kids are doing now. The rapper singer. Oh. They meow. <laughs> this is they ra- make noises. This is rapper lady. Um, what's her name again? Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B. Like Bacardi, but Cardi B. Oh, of course. <laughs> so clever they are. It's- <laughs> so clever. Yeah, uh, she's like apparently. What, I like the statistic though that oh, she's the, the most popular. The video. We will show. We'll show. We show. Yeah. Um, she's the most popular and the multi-winning rapper. She the has late, like for, the, really. It's been over yeah. twenty years since that record has been broken by yeah. a lady until now. And now it's Bacardi B. Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardi, Cardi B. Yeah. Yeah, and she is. She's something she's else. She's a hoot. She's just a barrel of monkeys. Like you could tell, like she. Yeah. Probably barely graduated high school. <laughs> I don't think she even went. Uh, probably not. Steinmetz? Uh, probably. No, she's not from here. She's from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and she she ends a lot of her fucking sentences like or, that. What's the other thing she does? Because I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a man that she goes home to that there wants is. to beat the shit out of her every time no, no, she no, does no. that. No, no, no she does you. a beating. She's on top, bro. You she, think so? Oh, she, yeah. No, she's on top of the world right She's now. whipped. Is yeah. she like, is she like, what's Saya? Saya? Oh no, she's way on what? top. She's higher than Saya. Yeah. What the fuck is Saya? With the hair and no face. I'm is that Saint Saya? Saya? Is it Saya oh, or Saya? It's. I think it's Saya. What's the her deal? Chandelier. Is that Saya? That girl. Yeah. I don't know who that is. That it's was that was an outtake right there. That song. The singing was an outtake. All sure. of this is an outtake except <laughs> that I'm racially profiling a Puerto Rican girl from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's Puerto Rican. Is she? I thought she she looked Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> and she's from Brooklyn. So she's from Brooklyn. No, no, no. Are. No, I think she said it in that Jimmy Fallon interview. That's why I said that. Oh, man. Oh, By the way, Jimmy Fallon interview. looked so weird in that. Fu- was, that was the best part. He was trying to like trying not to laugh at her. Yeah, because trying to actually take her seriously. But you can't because yeah. she ends all her senses with what? Um, 
No. A lot All of right, them. We got a, a lot of them, yeah. Could I see this on YouTube? You can, yes. yes. Yes, of course. It's the Cardi B interview with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, boy. Is Cardi B, how do you spell B? Is it just B the letter? B, or is yeah. it Okay. B the oh, letter. Of course. Why would it be anything Let's else? see. Listeners, let's see what this is. Listeners? Cardi, I'm you know, assuming it's C-A-R-D-I. If, if, yes. If, Cardi if B, okay, we're getting close. Interview. <laughs> okay. Jimmy Fallon. Just put Cardi B, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. I would have put. I Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon? Fallon. Wow, she did both Jimmys. Well, yeah, I'm sure she did. Cardi B, Jimmy Fallon. Let's see. She's this. in a green, fluffy thing. Yeah, that that yeah. dress is also very weird. I think it's just a sweater. I don't even think that was a dress. That's, that's Jimmy, a in, oh, it's five minutes. This is five minutes of my life. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why did she just do that? Did she have Tourette's? Is she fucked up? Is she have? <laughs> you know that's full of whiskey when he's got to deal with this. Oh yeah. What happened to life? Nah, man. It's all. It's all part of the moving uh, target, man. That's how it is. Have you not heard any of the recent rap songs? Nope. Most of them aren't even English. It's like skirt, skirt, skirt. And then, <laughs> and then it's like the putter, and then it's just a bunch of random mumbles and sounds. Wow! Even the nineteen-year-old sick of it. <laughs> They're like, please stop. Yeah. Bring back the doors. The doors. Bring back Led Zeppelin. Well, There's this her, one video like... of like Siri like saying the words of the rap song, and it's just like pow, 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 broom, broom, <laughs> skirt, skirt, skeet, skeet. Oh my god. It's oh, strange. Folks, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I need a drink. So, Bodak is not an actual word. <laughs> I think it's a. I think it's one of the orcs from like Lord of the Rings. I'm going on Urban Dictionary and looking it up to see what Bodak means. Bodak Yellow, the name of the song. Um. They love making up their own words. They do. Okay. Urban Dictionary says, when you fuck a girl and she tells everyone after. That's what Bodak Yellow means. The whole thing means that. Makes complete sense. <laughs> it makes total sense now. I'm just, <laughs> does it? Yeah, because that's what she's, that's kind of what she's talking about. What she's talking about. She's, I don't even know. I don't kiss and tell. No, she's talking about how she hates that it happened, I think. She was slighted. Yeah. Bitch got slighted. Yeah, and she's got money. What you call them? I don't dance now. I make money moves. That's how the song goes. Money moves. Yes. Money moves. Yes. I'm guessing that means strippering because just dancing is <laughs> strippering. free. Stripping, but like, what exactly is a money move? Is that is like a stand on your hands and suck on your toe? <laughs> I would probably pay money for that. Ready? Yeah. All right. This is the worst. <laughs> Why is it the worst? Fifty-seven episodes later. <laughs> is it that many? Yeah. Yeah. Um, five, four, three, two. 
Welcome to the 57th episode of the Supernatural Occurrence Studies Podcast. So damn paranormal. I'm your host, Jason Knight, president and founder of Chicago's own Supernatural Occurrence Studies. And with me today is... Lexi. <laughs> Hi, Lexi. Hello. As she's drinking her whiskey and Coke. We should have had her say so damn paranormal. <laughs> Five, four, because I didn't like my intro anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. So damn paranormal. He'll point to you. I like it. And then go, meow. Meow. <laughs> Can you please do that? Please do it. Ow. There you go. There it is. <laughs> do it. Five, four, three, 